Welcome to the Soul Grit Podcast. I'm Ann Taylor McNeese, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I also love Jesus, and I'm passionate about all things gospel and therapy. I created Soul Grit to be at the intersection of mental health and Christian faith. Christ followers need a place to ask questions and get answers about mental health. Join me as we dive into real stories and real questions from people who want to honor God with their hearts, souls, and minds. Welcome back to the Soul Grit Podcast. This is Anne, and today I have a solo episode for you. I think we've been talking about a little bit heavier things recently, and I wanted to have an opportunity to share a little bit of my own story. Typically, those personal stories get a lot of reaction, and it it's finally time that I want to talk about my church hurt. So this is my church hurt story. I was part of a church from the time I was a few weeks old. My parents always sought a new church whenever we had to move cities, which happened a few times during my childhood. When we lived in Mammoth, a small resort town in the eastern Sierra Mountains of California, church options were limited. For a while, my parents discipled my sister and me through home church, where I can still remember our study of the book of John. I was probably in middle school at that time. Later, when I was in high school, we participated in a small local church, and my dad was a part of the board. He discovered some discrepancies in the financials of the church, and later some moral and character issues were revealed about the pastor. The church crumbled, but a core group of families continued with a home church model, sharing the duties of leadership. I later found out that this was the second time that my parents had to be part of a church discipline process with a pastor who was out of line. As I entered adulthood and got married, I got to be part of a few healthy churches with my husband. We trusted our leadership, and while every church has flaws, we maintained positive feelings about our churches even after we moved away. I knew that church wounds could cut deep, but so far, as an adult, I was mostly unscathed. When we had our first child, we moved to Southern California to be closer to my parents. We knew that finding a church was the first priority. After all, how could we make new friends in a community without a church? We shopped for a bit, but we felt connected to the pastors of a small church plant that was just a couple of years old. They had attended the same college as many of my family members. The husband and I had worked in the same counseling center. The wife graduated from a high school where my husband had taught. It seemed like the perfect match. Within a couple of months, we were asked to lead the small group ministry. I continued in that position of leadership for a decade. Over the course of that decade, we walked with this couple through many ups and downs of life. My babies were born and they dedicated them. He baptized my oldest child. We celebrated becoming licensed therapists during that time. We brought them meals as they went through health scares. We cried together. We were a family, and we were doing life together, as they say in church. Around the time the pandemic started, my husband and I started feeling like the church might not be the best fit for us anymore, but we wanted to hang in there and see how the quarantine played out. In the beginning of June 2020, the pastor called me and stated that they were going to be stepping down from the pastorate. He assured me that there was no moral failing or sin issue, 
But beyond that, there was really no explanation. Over the next few months, communication grew thinner and thinner. By November or December, it seemed that we were being avoided. New Year's Day, we found out on Facebook that they had moved across the country. No goodbye, no farewell party, no pitching in to help them load the truck. They were just gone. It was shortly after this that I found myself a new therapist, someone who had been through a church issue more than once and could understand how deeply it hurts. It took a few more months to be able to talk about what happened without crying. It took nearly a year after the original exit of our pastors for me to be able to attend church without crying. And I wasn't the only one. In a decade of church involvement, there were lots of relationships, and we were all hurting. And we were bewildered and angry. And there wasn't really a space to talk about it, and there were no answers when we did. Now my family and I are attending a large church. We don't know anyone. We're not serving in leadership. We still believe that we have a lot to offer. We love the church and we love to serve, but we chose this large, mostly anonymous church because we need rehab. We need space to heal the wounds. We haven't given up on church, but our guards are up. As I was walking through my own hurt, I was also seeing several clients that had experienced various wounds from pastors and other church leaders or members. It was almost too close to my heart to be able to help them. At least I could relate and empathize. But as I started my own journey of figuring out just what had happened to me, I began to see that it was a much bigger issue than an individual here and there. Maybe it's the whole shakeup of the pandemic, but there's definitely a lot of hurt being exposed and revealed coming to the surface at this time. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be chatting with some experts on church wounds, because chances are you or someone you know has experienced it. For today, I thought I'd talk a little bit about why I think church hurt is so, so hard. Number one. I think our expectations for church leaders are higher. Now, there's a biblical component to this. We do see in the scripture that church leaders are supposed to be held to a higher standard. That's not to say that the average Christian person is not held to a high standard. It's just that if you want to lead people and serve in a position of leadership, there are certain requirements for your moral and spiritual life and character. So when we know that our pastors are supposed to be better, it hurts a lot when they're not. The number two reason that I think church hurt hurts so much is that there's no part of our lives that our religious experience hasn't touched. If you've listened to Soul Grit for a while, you know I don't really use the word religion very much, but I'm using it in this context because it really does affect all of the parts of our life. If you consider your spiritual growth, your emotional growth, your social connections, um, what you do with your money, how you spend your time during the week, what type of people you listen to, what type of books you read. It all comes down to the church having an influence on every part of your life. And even if you haven't been part of a church for a while, if you are a Christian, then you've allowed Jesus to come in and touch every part of your life. And when a representative of Jesus hurts you, the whole thing hurts. 
The number three reason why I believe church hurt hurts so much is that we've been told we're a family. In the situation that I told you about before with my pastors being a part of our lives for a decade, we really did hear that message over and over again. And I don't think that our church was unique in that, but we were told we're a church family. We are family doing life together. I remember hearing that phrase quite a bit, doing life together. When your family of origin that you come from acts toxic, you might go to therapy and work out some things, or you might work things out on your own, but they're still your blood relatives, and you figure out how to either have boundaries with them, how to avoid them. They're still going to be part of your background and your experience, but when your church family betrays you or disappoints you or leaves you, there's, there's a sense that the family aspect didn't work right. Uh, this We had chosen to become family. It wasn't like I, we were born into this, but we had chosen to become family and then hurt each other, and that d- that doesn't feel good. And then number four reason why it hurts so much to be hurt by your church is that this is literally life and death. Now, I know that might sound a little bit exaggerated, but if you truly believe that Jesus is the way to life and not knowing Jesus is the way to death, then when you take into account your church experience, this is a life and death issue. What I think is so damaging is that when people get hurt by people in the church, sometimes they throw the baby out with the bathwater meaning that they they think if this is how church people act, if this is how people who are supposedly know God act, then I don't want part of this faith. And that's when I think it becomes life and death. If you're choosing to reject your faith in Jesus because somebody in the church has hurt you, which a lot of people do, then that's a life and death issue. I, I think as church leaders and as church members, we need to do better. So those are just four of the the reasons that church hurt is so hard. I know there's many more. I felt like those were some broad categories. But over the next couple of weeks, I want to invite a few different experts to come in and talk through some of these things with us. I'm by no means an expert in this. Earlier in the process, when I had started my blog, I had written a piece about uh, what to do with your church hurt and how to not let it ruin your life. (laughs) And I'll probably be sharing that as a mini episode here soon. Um, But I did want to hear from some people. It'll be a couple of therapists that have worked in this context for a long time and kind of specialize in that. And then maybe there'll be some other stories too. Still working on putting this series together. So if you're somebody that has experienced church hurt and you'd like to share your story or you'd like a, a specific question about that to be answered, make sure you email me info at soulgritresources.com or find me on Instagram and DM me at soulgritresources. And I, I'd love to share in this with you. I don't think anybody should have to hurt alone. And so that's why we're here. So thanks for listening today. And I hope you'll tune in for the rest of the series. The Soul Grit Podcast is a production of Soul Grit Resources. You can find more at soulgritresources.com 
or on the socials at Soulgrit Resources. You can email me at info at soulgritresources.com. <laughs>